0: what is up guys welcome to episode 18 of the courageously confident podcast i'm so excited i have my good friend alex Cruthers with me and we're going to be talking everything abundance if you're struggling with money mindset if you are not feeling like you're in alignment with your life if you don't know what your purpose is then you are going to love our conversation <laughs> I am so excited to have Alex with me right now, and she's going to introduce herself, but before she does, I'm going to read her IG bio, which I will link so you guys can all go and creep her and stalk her. She is amazing. So Alex is an intuitive leadership coach for the woman who wants the man, the money, and the magic, and I love this. So (laughs) Alex, talk about everything leading up to getting to this point in your life where you're now coaching women in that area.
1: Yeah. So I started my coaching business when I was about 24 years old and it was honestly through like a dark night of the soul that I found myself doing this work. So I essentially went through when I was in my early twenties, what I would now call a quarter life crisis. Mm -hmm. So I went to university, I studied journalism. I was, you know, really good at what I did in school I was one of those lucky graduates that like pretty much right after university landed a full-time job in my field working as a daily news reporter. So I thought at 22 years old that like life was set, that I had figured it out. You know, I'd been through school. Here I am like ready to start my career in my life. And then it wasn't very long into that career, probably literally like six to eight weeks where I realized like, holy shit, this isn't for me. Like Mm. this is, I was feeling anxious every day. I had, you know, so much stress and anxiety. I was losing my passion for the work. You know, daily news reporting is like a real grind. And I just felt like, ooh, I cannot see myself doing this long term. And I started to freak out. I was like, oh my God, I've spent X amount of dollars on this career. I've, in all of my, my skills that I've built are in this career, like, ah, this isn't happening. And as a result of like going through that period of questioning and really feeling super lost, I found spirituality. So I found Gabby Bernstein. I started doing the Course in Miracles. I started like working these spiritual tools that were kind of coming into my, into my life. And it's through, uh, because of that, I ended up aligning with a different job, a much higher vibe job working in marketing for a yoga company. And it was through doing marketing for that company that I started to, um, find out about coaching. So we would do, um, we had a lot of ambassadors and stuff. And a lot of these ambassadors were life coaches and yoga teachers and women who had careers in the spiritual industry. And as soon as I realized that that was something that I could do that existed like on the planet as a possibility, my whole body was like, yes. And so that was around the time I was 24 and I slowly built my business, like one foot in front of the other, listening to my intuition ever since. And it's been a pretty wild, radical journey that's brought me to a lot of cool people and places and things. But yeah, it all started because of a quarter life crisis at 22.
0: (laughs) I feel like this is so normal because I, I have actually a lot of people in my community saying like, I feel stuck right now. Like I'm not doing what I want to do. I'm not happy. And I went through that. You went through that. And it's like, well, we found the thing we found, you found spirituality and you found all these things. You're like, Oh yes. Like this is what I want to do. Life coaching. Um, it took me a little bit longer to discover like pieces here and there. So I'm like, My best advice, what I tell women, I'm like, try different things because right now you're kind of like maybe in a box of what you went to school for or whatever. And I'm like, just try different things. Like sign up for a course, go and like do X, Y, Z, and maybe you'll like love it. Maybe you'll hate it. It's just a good way to know who you are, what you like, and don't what you don't like. So, would you have any advice like for people listening who feel stuck in life? Because I'm, I get asked, well, I don't know my purpose in life, and I'm like, well, I wish I could tell you, but I could say just go and like try new things.
1: Yeah. So I think we overcomplicate the shit out of things by thinking way too hard about everything. And I think when you're feeling stuck or you're feeling blah or you're feeling purposeless or lost, it's really about looking for the things that feel good. Mm. Right? So what feels good to you? Go to the bookstore Walk around the shelves, pick the book that feels good to you, right? Go online, like look up different events, classes in your city, things going on, scroll through. Oh, that seems interesting. That feels cool to me. I'm going to try that. Like it doesn't have to, you don't have to come up with like a 10 step plan or like a strategic, you know, like life purpose chart or how to figure out, right? Your soul's (sighs) mission. Make this so hard. We're living in alignment with our purpose when we're feeling good. Yes. It have to be this super complicated journey. And when you're feeling stuck, literally just ask yourself, what would feel good to me right now? Taking a walk, listening to a podcast, going for a run? Like and I, I
0: literally answered this in a, such a similar way on my Instagram story today because I was like, notice when you feel happy. Like when you notice I'm really happy, like who are you with? What are you doing? Where are you? Oh, then may- I'm at the gym. Or, like maybe the gym is what I should be like. Personal training, you know, or like maybe it's yeah. at the library. Like, what are you doing when you feel super happy? And that's it's like really notice, like, who am I with? Who am I not with? You know, what am I doing? What am I not doing? And like, just go from there. It's just that's a thing you can do every day because, like you said, I'm like, we overcomplicate it. Like, you can't just go on Google and like, how do I find my life purpose? It's just like, <laughs> I, I wish I had the answer, but I don't. So I find, you know, a lot of people this is almost like the norm. We go through the steps of like, go to university, get this job. Okay. I'm not happy. And then we're like stuck. And then we feel really unhappy. So, oh my gosh, that's the best advice. And I think it's really empowering for women to see, you know, we, a lot of people have gone through this, but then discovered their purpose, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's light on the other side. Like you're not destined to be unhappy. It's like, take these steps and just go and discover.
1: Totally. I completely agree. I think if you're trying to figure out your life purpose, you're going about it wrong because your purpose is something that's revealed to you. You know, in life, I feel like, like, A lot of people think that we have to have it figured out before we take a first step Mm -hmm. when in truth, it's like life is something that's unfolding within us, right? Mm -hmm. We don't, even if we have a plan, we don't even know that that's what's going to manifest, right? And so the beautiful thing about like a life purpose is it's something that unfolds within you as a result of you like... Feeling good and like taking steps towards feeling better and feeling good. All of a sudden, you take enough of those baby steps, and it's like, wow! I actually feel super connected, driven, and purposeful in what I'm doing on a day to day basis. Like this is probably my life purpose. Yeah. You know, it comes after the fact. It's not something you're like, okay, hey, I know now. Now know my life purpose, and so now <laughs> I'm gonna set everything up so that it fits with that. It's that's not how life is. It's a lot more of an organic unfolding experience.
0: I love that you said, um, even like if we're looking for a plan, we have the plan, but that's might not be what manifests. And that's the thing. I think a lot of women get stuck. They go into this plan, but we don't know what's going to happen until it happens. And then what they thought was going to happen doesn't happen. And then they feel bad. So how do you, how do you navigate that? What if, you, if someone listening has, okay, well, I went through this plan. Here I am. I envisioned it working and I don't feel good now what? Because we tend to just go towards like, Oh, well that sucked. Um, I feel bad about myself, like all these things when, okay, we can like reverse engineer or figure out from there. What would you say to do if you've gone through these steps and you still don't feel as good as you thought you were going to feel?
1: Well, the thing is, I feel like we make time too big of a deal. Right? So, when we're like creating like a plan or we're like, we have a goal, when we put a time, like a timestamp on it, I want to do this by this time or I want to like make this happen on this timeline. If it doesn't work out in the exact specific way that we envisioned it and the exact timeline that we hoped it would, we feel like we failed. Mm -hmm. When the truth is, I really believe that when we have a desire, when we declare something powerfully to the universe, whether it's a goal or something we want to create, something we want to do, something we want to experience, the universe does everything it can to conspire in our favor and make that happen. The way that it goes about this, though, is it shows us all the places within us where we're not in vibrational alignment with the thing that we want, right? Mm -hmm. So this often looks like us realizing like all of the self-doubt that we actually have or seeing, you know, things in ourselves that are blind spots, right? Or getting really triggered out in the world so that we can we can see, okay, where am I not in alignment with this thing that I have declared that I wanted and shift that within us. But when we when we stick to timelines that are too rigid, when we operate with this really rigid way of being, we're not we're not looking at the world and our goals with that understanding. And therefore we're making, you know, The fact that we maybe didn't reach this milestone by this time mean it's never gonna happen. When in fact, by like having this little mini failure experience, we're learning all of the lessons that we need to learn to actually create that goal on divine timing.
0: You're speaking to my soul. (laughs) Okay. Because I'm super, I'm I'm half type A. No, I'm like a hundred percent type A, (laughs) but also trying to tap into like how do I feel? What is aligned? Like all these things. And so A lot of people though, like let's dummy it down because a lot of people are like, well, what is alignment? What is, when is the universe working? Like to that, it seems like so like, it's not tangible. I can't see it. I can't touch it. It's not a a step process. So if, if someone literally have never like heard this kind of conversation before, like alignment, like all these things, how would you describe that to someone? Like, what does it feel like? How can someone tell if they're in alignment or not?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So a few things come up for me. So the first is when we talk about alignment, when we talk about vibrations, it's important to understand that when you break everything down into this universe, it's energy, right? It's just different particles vibrating at different rates of speed. You take a glass of water, you take a pen, you take your body. I love how you
0: lift up the pen, but no one's (laughs) going to see it.
1: (laughs) 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 Everything on this planet, everything in this universe is, is energy vibrating, right? How fast or slow it vibrates dictates the form that it takes in the world, right? So when we're talking about getting into alignment with something, let's use money as an example, right? So, so you have a a big goal of making a certain income in your business this year, right? What's going to bring you into vibrational alignment with that goal is moving in a way where you already feel abundant, right where you're already feeling the energy that you imagine it will feel like when you have that thing right not waiting to achieve that goal not waiting to actually have that amount of money in your bank account before you start to really feel abundant so when we're talking about being in alignment it's getting clear on okay what is it that i desire like is it abundance okay if it's abundance how can i feel abundant now how can i live in the way that i imagine myself living then Now, when we do that, we close the vibrational gap between where we are now and where we want to be. And life shows us in its own way when we declare stuff where we're not in alignment, right? So if we've got a lot of scarcity and a lot of fear and we declare a big powerful year of abundance, well, what's probably going to happen at that beginning of the year is we're going to see all the places where we're not honoring our money, where we're, you know, where we're focused too heavily in scarcity so that we can use our power and our conscious intention to choose to respond differently. That's changing our vibes around money and thus lining up with more money. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, a hundred percent. And it's the same kind of thing. I talk a a lot about like quote unquote leveling up in life, like stepping into what, what is the next version of you? What does that look like? And a lot of people like you're saying, well, we wait until we feel that to actually feel that, but it's like, I know I want to feel xyz or reach a money goal or whatever abundance yeah. d- this year but we wait until it happens to feel that way but we should start like acting that way living that life now to embrace yeah. it and this was a concept that maybe a year ago not even a year ago was brought to my attention I was like there's no way like <laughs> that doesn't make sense because I'm like I want to see things happen and like you know what I mean super like yeah. logistics but right. then when I tapped into that and was like okay I know how I want to feel and how I want to be. I'm going to start acting that way. And then all the things lined up in my life, like my relationships, my, my business, like money, like all these things just opened up. And I was like, what did I do? I just started acting in a way that I wanted to feel before the things actually happened, before the money came, before the clients came and it, and it happened. So, you know, this is so great because now that we discover this in and of ourselves and we like are embodying it and living it, we can share this with our clients and people listening or whoever, um, to start like living like the woman you want to be. Like what, who do you need to be now to get to where you want to be? Right. And this has been a game changer in my life when I'm like, get negative or go, you know how I talk. We're in the same, we're in the same like (laughs) programs. I'm like, Hey, I'm having a day. Um, I'm no one signing up for my thing. So I mean, I need to like make a new sales page. Or I need to do all the things. And it's like, no, I need to chill out and start acting like the woman that already has all the clients who has a sold out program. And that's when the clients come in. So that's something that takes a while to grasp until you see it happen. You really mm-hmm. are confident that it works.
1: Totally. And, and, it, and it, once you start to like this happen and once you start to like live the truth of it it changes your whole life because it really makes things a lot simpler like mm-hmm. of course we're always going to overthink at times and of course we're always when we're when we're coming up at every new level in life like there's always going to be fear but when you remember like okay back when I wanted this I have this now and I acted like the woman I was becoming not the woman I had been right mm-hmm. look how quickly things manifested And, you know, we both work with Melanie, right? And she talks about this all the time. The universe is responding to who you are, not the things that you're doing, right? So if you're taking action, tons and tons of action from a really frantic, anxious place, like I need this to work, I need this to work, I need this to work, what you're going to be creating from that vibrational state is going to bring more stress into your life. It's going to bring more scarcity into your life. It's going to bring more anxiety into your life because that's the energy you're putting out there.
0: Yeah. And so, something when you talk about like alignment and time, it's not about time, it's about alignment. That's how the universe works. But, and a lot of people ask me or whoever they think are successful, like, How did this happen so fast for you? And I'm like, well, I don't really know. But then when I discovered it was because I was aligning myself with success, with what I wanted to happen, that's why it's happened. A lot of people think, oh, well, it has to take like six years, Mm -hmm. slow and steady. But if you believe that, then that's what's going to happen. If you believe that it can happen now and then you do things that are in alignment with it happening now, it's going to happen now. Mm -hmm. So at first, I was like, you know, are things too good to be true in my business right now? You know what I mean? And I'm like, no, they're, they're, it's not too good to be true. It's, it's the truth. It's what I created to happen. And I think a lot of people maybe hold themselves back or don't do things because they think it's the norm for things to take a long time. And I think that often leads to people not even taking action or not even making changes in their mindset because they think, well, normally it takes X, Y, Z amount of time, but it could happen quicker if you just set yourself up for that.
1: Totally. Totally. And you have to look at, like, I think the most powerful piece of work that anybody can do is to take the time to do inner work and to really look at what you believe to be true about life, right? Like if money is something that you're trying to improve in your life, like what do you believe to be true about money? If you're looking to call in a soulmate relationship, right? What do you believe to be true about men? What do you believe to be true about women? right, and really like lay out on paper your beliefs and your truths and then do the work to deconstruct them, right, because we don't realize as human beings from the time that we're born, we're like bombarded with messaging, right, and some of this messaging supports us, right, some of this messaging serves us, a lot of it doesn't, a lot of it creates really, really, really like big limitations, right, we essentially live in a mental prison, and the truth is like here on earth, like you can create whatever you want. We yeah. are super creative beings, right? Look at everything that's been invented in the last hundred years alone, right? The world looked a lot different a hundred years ago than it does now, right? Yeah. Because of people and their creative power. So there's really nothing you can't create. It's just a matter of, of deprogramming yourself, literally. Of looking at, okay, what do I believe to be true about the world? Is this serving me? Is this not? What can I believe instead that supports me and really taking ownership over your mindset and over your energy and moving with more power and conscious intention in a day with that. You can like make anything happen.
0: So then if someone, if we're like, obviously we're conditioned, you know, with our thoughts and our limiting beliefs and all these things. And someone say, because money is such a good example to use. Like say you grew up and your parents like had a horrible money mindset. And all you heard is like, Oh, you have to pay the bills or don't have money for this. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, how, if you're in your 20s now, for example, and then you're struggling with wanting to invest in yourself and be abundant, how do you, sh- how do you
1: change your mindset? So you ask yourself, like, what do you want to be right about? Right. Because the thing is, you're always going to prove yourself right. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, do you want to, do you want to believe what your parents believed and taught you that you have to work super hard for X amount of years, save for retirement, right? Then you get to live life when you're 65 or do you want to believe some of this stuff that you're hearing through coaches on social media, through people like yourself, right? Through, you know, whatever's turned you on to this. You're here listening to this podcast right now, right? For some reason, right? So what do you want to be right about? And then go and look for evidence to support that. Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of like reinforcing the belief that it's hard, because the thing is here, you're going to find people on both ends of the spectrum. You're going to find people who are are struggling with money, who have been working, you know, years and years and years and years and are still drowning in debt. Right. But you're also going to find people who are like overnight success stories, who have made six figures in a year doing what they love, who feel totally free and limitless in the life that they're able to create. So really, where do you want to focus? Do you want to focus on the people who believe and continue to reinforce that it's so hard to make money? Or do you want to focus on the high vibe entrepreneurs that are doing amazing things and living this like freedom wealth lifestyle, where you place your focus is where you place your power, right? Yeah. You and and on the good. you're going to align with it more
0: who you surround yourself with too. I know a lot of people, if you surround yourself with like, Oh, cause it's, it's easy to relate to people who are similar to you. Right. So if you yeah. grew up with a negative money mindset, whatever, and you see someone else have it like, Oh, I get you. And then, but you're reinforcing that negativity, but you know, in your mind, you want to be in a different place. So step into, and maybe following coaches or people who are more like money positive and abundant and all those things. So like, negative attracts negative, positive. Attra- like, you know what I mean? And I've seen this before where people just are, have a really horrible money story. And I get that it takes a long time to navigate through, but I also see them like all grouping up and sticking together. And I'm like,
1: that's not helping. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. and I think, I think people do that to feel safe. Yeah. Right? Cause if you, like, if everyone around you feels the same as you, but there's like a safety in that. And so I think the hardest thing when people get on a personal development path or a spiritual path is that there is this transition time where some of your old relationships do fall away. You know, Mm -hmm. there is this kind of like time where things are shifting, the ground is shifting beneath your feet and your circles are shifting and that can feel scary. So it's important, I think, you know, to always be compassionate with yourself, right? But to really intentionally... Like, infuse your life with these high vibration people where you can find them, right? Yeah. And to know that if you are at a place right now where you have been doing some of this work and you have been, you know, immersing yourself in these high vibe containers and you're noticing some of your other relationships are feeling a little off, maybe with people who've been in your life for a really long time, that's super normal, super normal, and it's a sign that you are, in fact, growing.
0: So this reminds me of my relationship or how I navigate with my mom. Like, so
1: I over the last year I've, my
0: mindset has changed so much. like, I I'm so much more positive. Like, like I'm like when something quote unquote bad happens, it's like, well, how is this working for me? You know? And so like, what if my family or whoever are, are super negative? I'm like, okay, so how was this working for us? And they look at me like I'm an alien. They're like, what? Like, no. <laughs> so it's, yeah. you know, sometimes you'll have to re-navigate relationships that you're not going to, that aren't toxic. They're not leaving, but it's just like, okay, I'm in a different place. They're in a different place. It's okay. I'm not going to force my mom and go like, Hey, yeah. go take some courses, mom. Like, yeah. you know, but I mean, <laughs> it's just, you'll too. notice yourself. And I've had clients go through transformations and their significant other isn't changing. Right. And they're seeing life differently and they're seeing themselves differently. And so sometimes that relationship is hard because you still love the person, but you've grown so much. So now we're kind of in different wavelengths. So it's like, how do you navigate a relationship that it's, you're not going to get rid of the person, but you've changed.
1: Yeah. I think that's a really individual decision and it depends on like where you're at in your life. And like, you know, who these people are, you know, obviously with a parent, like, you know, you're not going to be like, Hey mom, you're out of my life. You're not high vibe enough for me. (laughs) You know, like what's
0: high vibe.
1: (laughs) But I think something that's really important to remember as you're on this path is like, it's not really high vibe to judge people who maybe don't have the same understanding that you do. Right. So like, how can you love people where they are and for who they are? And I think that's a really high vibe question to ask yourself. Right. Like how can I, okay, even though, you know, mom and dad aren't on my wavelength and maybe they don't really get this whole thing. And it's kind of annoying when I go over there for dinner and they, you know, like complain about this or, you know, are worried about this. And I wish they could just see things from this way. Right. How can you love them in spite of their fear? How can you love them in spite of where they are? And if it's a partner that you've been with for a long time, you know, I've been really into spirituality and personal development for like five, six years now, my husband, not so into it. We still have a really great, healthy relationship, right? Like I love him so much. I don't need him to be going to Tony Robbins and to be, you know what I mean? Like taking, you know, courses and being as into it as I am. He gets, you know, vibes from me based on like how, how I'm showing up in our relationship and what I'm learning. But it's like, I don't need him to like be as into all of this stuff as I am. I can love him for like, who he is now. And so I think that, you know, as you're, if you're growing and you're finding this like weird vibes coming up in your relationships, it's okay. How can I love these? If if these people are people that I want to continue to keep around me and to have in my circle and my support system, how can I love them anyways? Mm. Right? Because it doesn't feel good to be the person who's always trying to better people. I've really fallen into this trap in the past of like, you learned all this exciting new stuff. And the first thing you want to do is share it with everyone in your life. But they're like, why are you trying to change me? Right? It doesn't feel good, you know? So just loving people for who they are and knowing like when people are ready, they'll ask you, right? They'll ask for that invitation. They'll they'll ask you, you know, for your advice, they'll ask you for a coach or a program recommendation. And then that's your time to like hop in and shine. But until then, just like love and support them for who they are. In this moment, you yeah,
0: know? and that's so empowering just to be able to to say that yourself. Just be like, "I'm here, and you're there, and that's fine." And when yeah. you're ready, and they're open, they'll say it, and you can. That's your time to, you know, invite them in or whatever. On the flip side of that, though, I found it very empowering lately because of I've grown and more confident with my mindset and myself to actually be so confident getting rid of the people that are not serving me you know, like a year ago, I would be like, I need everyone to like me. I need everyone to like, love everything I'm doing. I need it. I need it. it." And of course that felt weird. But now that I've learned so much about myself, I'm so I'm okay to let people go. Like, I don't need everyone to love me. If it, if a client is in and it feels wrong, it's okay to let them go. It's nothing about me. It's nothing about them. It's just, it's just, we don't vibe and that's okay. So, so, you know, of course, keep the people you love, but also evaluate like, who are the people that bring me down and I'm okay to just kind of remove from my life. And when we say that, it's like remove from my life, but you don't need to like announce that you're removing something, but just like, you know, give yourself space like whatever that means for whoever that person is.
1: Totally. Totally. And I think a lot of us, and this is especially something that comes up with women a lot of the time is we're so ingrained to people, please right? Like we need people to like us, like us so that we feel safe in situations, right? Because if everybody likes us and everybody loves what we're doing, then like we're, you know what I mean? Never going to be criticized. We're never going to be judged. We're always going to, you know what I mean? Be fitting in when the thing is we do that at a detriment to our personal truth and our personal Mm -hmm. expression, right? And it feels so much better to live a life that is authentic and true to you than one where you're constantly dimming and dulling yourself down in order to like fit in and please everybody else and I think that you know everybody reaches this point in their own journey in a unique way but when you start to really step into your power and like own who you are and you care more about like living in alignment with your truth and what you're creating than what other people think I feel like that is a point in everyone's life where like things like start to like Happen like exponentially, yes. you know, where like it's like a big like I just imagine like a huge like transformation. Like whenever that realization happens of like, oh, I actually don't need to do this. Like I can do it my way, and that's okay. It's massive, massive, massive because so many of us have lived in this lived with this limited way of being for so long because we're so scared of like what other people think, uh-huh, and it's like a prison. Fun. It's like it a
0: it doesn't feel good. And it like from personal experience, it doesn't feel good at all. Um, to flip switches like backwards a little bit, because I I wanted to talk about this when we were talking about money. I've had people ask, and I'm wondering what you would say, people who aren't coaches or entrepreneurs, like just living a nine to five, maybe paycheck to paycheck. How, I've got asked this, how can I be abundant or have changed my money mindset when I'm literally just living paycheck to paycheck? Where do I see more money come in? How do I, how do, how do I attract that? So what, what would be your answer, your take on that situation? Because I know everyone listening isn't a coach. They're not an entrepreneur. So how can they bring more abundance
1: with money into their life? Well, it's the exact same thing, to be honest with you, right? Not focusing on how, right? You don't need the plan. You don't need to know logically how it's going to happen. You just start being the woman, being the person you want to be when you imagine you have more of this abundance, right? Mm -hmm. So like if you woke up with like $20,000 more in your bank account, like how would you feel in the morning? What would you be doing? Like what would the thoughts you, would you be thinking? What would your energy be like? And knowing that like, just because you're not an entrepreneur, doesn't mean that like money can't flow to you through like so many different channels, right? Like clients aren't the only way that like you can get paid, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can win money, you can win giveaways, you can literally get a raise at your job. You can like find other income streams, buy another property that you rent out, right? Like there's so many, like me and my husband as a household probably have four or five between the two of us, different income streams. He has a regular nine to five job. I have, you know, I'm an entrepreneur with different income streams. And then we rent our home from time to time out on Airbnb. We've made tons of money. We don't do it anymore, but for a few years we did, we made like over 25 K from doing that in, in in a few years time. Right. So, and these are all like, we never sat down and were like, how can we make more money? Like, let's get out our ledger and like our plan and an Excel sheet and do it all. It was like, okay, this is like the next level that we want to be at in life. Like, let's do it. Super high vibe. Let's make it really fun. You know, we had this conversation in, um, I think it was like maybe even in the summer or in the spring about, okay, like how can we shift our money vibe here? And I was like, let's make it a game. Like, let's make it a game to literally like this year as a household, make as much money as possible. And that whole, within like, I want to say like maybe two days of having that conversation, we had like an opportunity to rent a property out that where we made like 7k in like three days just from that whole like vibe shift. So you don't have to be an entrepreneur to to be rich. And I love that
0: you said like, what would it be like if you woke up tomorrow and you have like 20 K more in your bank and it's not like, Oh, you're going to, it's not like doing the things like flying to here. It's how would you feel? Like, what would your vibe be like if you woke up and imagine it was like the most amazing house of your dreams? Like how would you, it's how you feel, you know? And, And that's the key. It's not like, Oh, well I would do, do, do this. It's how would you feel? That's the yeah. vibe to give up. And exactly like you said, the conversation you had, it was like this feeling. It wasn't like, let's sit down and make the, the sell sheet and like put the numbers in here. It was just like, let's do this. And you had this energy of fun and that really? energy translated into like 7K two days later. So yeah, it can exactly. happen. And I've even had clients, you know, I've had conversations about money with them and I'm literally like two days later out of know that they would get a raise at work. And I'm like, yeah. I told you, this is because we had this conversation <laughs> or like they got tipped at work. And, and normally you don't get tipped where they work and they got tipped. Like, even if it was five bucks, that's still like money is coming to you. And in any way, it doesn't have to be through clients.
1: Totally. Totally. Like I was on a call with a client of mine, a new client of mine uh, last week. And while we were on the call talking about this whole idea of vibes and the energetics she literally had two back-to-back 900 sales like she what? has a product based business where she's selling wholesale the the healing bombs that she makes and then boom like literally within the hour that we were on that call right so it there's it's There's it's more than just woo-woo stuff, right? Like it's there's something to this. Like the law of attraction is a real like law that's operating in the universe, and so is the law of resonance, which basically says the highest vibe wins. So Mm -hmm. anything you can bring into your environment to increase your frequency, right? Like listening to music that you love, eating food that feels good for your body to digest, working out, right? When you go work out, like you're totally shifting Mm -hmm. your energy right? Yeah. Like that stuff matters. It's, you don't need to, your brain doesn't need to have it figured out.
0: And, and to something that I've been learning a lot lately or integrating more lately is like, it's okay to be neg like not feel good about something. So what do you do? Go do something that makes you feel good. Change your feeling, maybe not change your feeling about the thing. Like, okay, it's okay to feel upset or sad or frustrated, but what can I do now that'll make me feel good? Have a bubble bath, go work out, like something just so my, feeling has shifted, you know, and, and that's important too. just do things that make you feel good. And it's the same when you're attracting like people or things in your life, like who are you being like, how are you feeling? Are you feeling good? Are you attracting that and bringing that in? It's, it's, it translates in so many areas. It's, it's so incredible.
1: Totally. Well, cause people are attracted to you because of who you are right? Like there's so many, if you look at people on the online space, right? Like there's so many people doing such similar things, right? The ones who are successful are the ones who are like in energetic integrity with the things that they're saying, right? They're not just saying the right words on social media or posting the cute graphics or whatever. They're embodying the message that they're sharing with their community. And people, when you're scrolling, when you're interacting with people can feel the difference. They can totally feel the difference. And
0: a prime example, we're on the same wavelength is I was talking yesterday about, um, I'm having a photo shoot in next week and to be successful, you don't need to have all the amazing photos. You don't but I was like, I love doing photo shoots. Like it's so much fun. And then I realized that's why my photos do well is because during really? the process of the photo shoot, like, it's just fun. Like, you know, why not? I feel yeah. good. I'm like, I figured it out. It's cause I love doing it. Like you yeah. can have the best photos and the best graphics in the world, but no one would buy from you. Like the reason it works for me is cause I had a lot of fun doing it And that's why it's, it's fun for me. Like it's that difference. Imagine if I hated it. I'd be like, okay, here's the photo. You know what I mean? So it's like, do things that are fun. And then you see that result come back to you in, in a good way. And sometimes even us uh, as coaches, and we're talking about this in an expertise kind of way, we need this reminder too. Like we still have, we're like, (laughs) trust me, like Alex and I are in, Groups together, and we're like, oh my god, life is over, things aren't working. But like, we know these things, but we go through ups and downs to integrate them. So, if you're listening and it's like, this is impossible for me, just know like it is possible, but it's not just like you get there and it's perfect, it's a constant learning process.
1: Totally, totally. And like, it's super normal in life to feel down sometimes. Like, we're human beings, like, we're meant to feel the full spectrum of emotions that are available to us as humans, right? So like, while it feels good to feel good, there's nothing wrong with you when you're not, right? It's just a matter of learning yourself, right? And really taking ownership over yourself and responsibility for your life so that when you're not feeling good, when you're in like a lower vibe, funkier space, you're you're actively supporting yourself and moving through that. Right? Like, you're not getting stuck there. And because I I, all of us are always going to end up there. Like, me and you both do this for a living, just like you said. Like, yesterday, I'm in my mastermind chat. You know what I mean? Like, literally, like, ah, nothing's working. Like, and then having the realization, like, oh, am I really having fun in this moment? Am I feeling good? Am I embodying the things that I teach in my program right now? No, I'm freaking out. So, what's going to help me the most is to reorient myself so that I'm in a good vibrational space and then take action right? But does it mean that you have those moments in a day? Like that's where
0: self-awareness comes in, right? Where we're like, okay, I'm freaking out. Oh, I'm freaking out. How can I change this? Right. Being aware of what we're feeling is, is this working for me? No. Okay. Let's shift. Like I know where I need to be. So it's, I preach a lot and talk a lot about like self-awareness. Like what are you, how are you feeling? How can you navigate that? And I think like We've done so much and you've done so much like self-development where we become more aware of how we're feeling and we're able to pull ourselves out or at least acknowledge like I'm in a funk, I'm being whatever, how, how can I change? And, and that's, I think that's the first step for anyone is to be aware of how you're, how you're feeling and then take the next steps to feel better.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly yeah. that. Wow. wow. Totally oh
0: my right. gosh. I'm <laughs> obsessed with all of this. It, Cause I'm like all, I'm like in it, we go in it and then we go through like phases of like, it's working for me. And then it's not working for me. It's wor- exactly. like, as we like level up and all these things, it's like a flow of like up and down. So this has been the perfect time to have this conversation with me. So for <laughs> very selfish reasons, thank you,
1: Alex.
0: <laughs> you um, you. Awesome. <laughs> um, share with everyone maybe where we can find you, what current things you're doing or offers that are coming up in your business. If people want to learn more about this kind of thing on a deeper level.
1: Yeah, totally. So I am on social media. You can find me on Facebook. I'm Alex Carruthers. You can, I have a business page. I also have a personal page. You're welcome to add me as a friend. Just send me a message because I get a lot of random requests and always want to know they're from like real living, breathing human beings. Um, I'm also on Instagram. I'm at alexcarothers.co. alexcarothers.co is also the name of my website where you can find, it's going through a little rebrand right now. I'm watching a new brand in February, but you can mm-hmm. sign up to my newsletter there. And then I run a group, group coaching program a few times a year called Vibes. The January program has already started, but I'll be running it again in the spring. So if anything that we've touched on today about like emotions and how to navigate, you know what I mean? Like this whole vibrational universe and really raise your frequency is something that like you're interested in doing and really honing and learning about that vibes is definitely the program where we go super deep into that. And then I work one-on-one with women too. So if you feel connected to me and you'd like to learn more about what one-on-one work might look like, you're welcome to send me a message on any of those platforms that I just listed. Yes.
0: And I'll be sure to link everything in the show notes and people know where we are. I always encourage everyone, if you're on Instagram and you're watching to screenshot us and tag us so we know that you're listening and then we're like, that's a good way to connect too. Um, I love that you called your program vibes. I'm just like, I love it just because it's called, I'm like vibes. I just love it. So I just had to put that in there because every time I see it, I'm like, it's such a good name. Just vibes. I love the word. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So thank you so much for coming on and having this open conversation. You're a gem. You're, I love talking to you. I always feel so good after talking thank to you. That. I
1: love this conversation. It's like, <laughs> So we oh. and staffer also started this interview at one eleven on January eleventh. So I feel like the vibes were super. <laughs> we were in
0: alignment to have this conversation. Yeah. The universe was working for
1: us. No, that's a little too Sorry. far. No,
0: but really, we did plan it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, one eleven. Uh, let's do it at like one eleven. I'm like, okay, one eleven. <laughs> it is no this is amazing. So I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much, Alex, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you.